Hi there, welcome to Better Words. I'm Michelle and I'm from the Unfinished Bookshelf. And I'm Caitlin and I'm from Just a Bookish Babe. And you will hear intermittent sounds of someone with a sniffering today because someone clearly likes being out in the boiling hot sun. Yeah, I know. We don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> anyway. So um, enjoy that sound of Australian suburban life. Yes. Um, it's probably at very 3 different. 3 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon in the middle of central Queensland. Like Where it's it, still, it is probably, yeah, what, I'm going to check the weather. Right I want to know what the humidity is. I will tell it's you. 31 degrees. Yep. And 50% humidity. Just to give you a little slice there of what we're experiencing. Actually, you know what? That's probably like a dream for people in London at the moment who are having snow. Everyone in Australia wants the snow. Yeah, I don't think it would be a dream. I don't know if people in London could handle 31 degrees or 50% humidity. They're not built for it. No offence, guys. No offence, guys. But, like, I'm not built for the snow either. I would be freezing... I get cold at like 15 degrees and I'm like, it's freezing. I'm not built for the heat and I was born here, like in this town, and I'm still not built for it 23 years later. I mean, you kind of are though. You might not. I can't cope with it though. Like I just, it's disgusting. Right now I'm looking at Caitlin and like literally have perspiration, like perspiration. Why did I say that? You sound so fancy. I know. (laughs) I have sweat literally dripping off my face and I'm not I'm not using literally incorrectly there I actually have droplets of sweat it's disgusting um I'm so 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 jealous of all the beautiful snow I've just been living on Instagram over the last few days getting snapchats from people who live over there and I'm just so jealous I'm amazed did you see the picture of like the Coliseum with no. snow it's so beautiful oh my god it's so beautiful when you do the show notes we should try and find some of the pictures because I found there was someone posted the most gorgeous photo of Westminster Bridge and you could barely see the houses of parliament because oh. it was so snowy and then one of my friends who I used to work with who's over there now had a Instagram story of like the snow on the lions at Trafalgar Square oh my god oh, it was so beautiful I'm so jealous I know oh gosh it was gorgeous anyway that aside what have you been up to because clearly we've not been in the snow no yes um <laughs> Yes, no. So actually this morning I finished reading Wildlife by Fiona Wood. I can't remember if I mentioned it or not, but I think I probably did. I read Six Impossible Things before this. wonder if anyone can guess why. (laughs) Stay tuned. Um, But, yeah, it was great. I actually am feeling pretty good about reading at the moment. I think I mentioned that I've had a bit of a reading slump. I read one book in February and it was Six Impossible Things. Yeah. I started about five. Um, but, yeah, I just wrote a blog post that I think I'm quite proud of about my reading slump. Yes, and how to get out of them, tips yes, for getting exactly. out of them too. tips for getting out of it. Both um, of us are doing, like, little hand actions. I know. Even though we're recording We've been doing this audio. for ages and Woo-hoo. we still do, like, hand actions for audio. <laughs> it makes no sense. <sighs> Anyway, um, enjoy anyway. that visual image, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that was Caitlin. <laughs> I just did it again, but I hit the microphone. <laughs> the microphone. Yeah, so, anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, finished reading Wildlife oh, by Fiona Wood. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about reading. I really enjoyed it, but let's just keep that for a later discussion probably. Mm. Um, 
I'm still watching Gossip Girl. I'm getting so sucked in. Oh my god. Where are you up to now? I'm almost finished season two. So you know what has just happened? I keep forgetting that all these things keep happening. But um so we've just had episodes where like Dan has that relationship with the teacher. Oh and I'm just like Dan. It was so stupid, but I was actually like, oh, she's so nice. They're so good together. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like, why? And then I started to, I didn't think about this when I watched it the first time. And I never thought about this when watching like Pretty Little Liars. There are a lot. I think there's too many sort of student-teacher relationships. Riverdale? Oh, Riverdale. Oh, there's, there's too many. I think of all of them. The one we have in Gossip Girl is probably with the youngest teacher. It's like her first job. Mm. But even if Dan is 18 in his senior year of high school, once you have done a, I mean, I'm not 100% sure how it works in the US, but mm. like if you have done a teaching degree and like done like work experience or whatever and then have your first like real proper job like teaching classes by yourself, you are at least 22. Yeah. Like that's still kind of like, I mean, it's not that big of an age difference. <laughs> if they weren't a teacher, it probably wouldn't be a problem. But like yeah. kind of is. Mm. Not to mention the whole, like, you have a duty of care for this, essentially, like, in the eyes of the law, child. Oh, totally. Oh, but, like. Anyway. But the, the other thing, oddly enough. Is the Jenny thing that, still in? Yes. Oh, well, sorry. Jenny is still in until season three. I forget that. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, oddly enough, the thing that bugs me most about this whole um, Miss Carr, like, arc that we have mm-hmm. um, is I think her friendship with Serena and Dan is almost like it's just as troubling. Like yeah. they know where she lives. She like That's gets coffee with them after weird. school. Like forget the fact that she ends up sleeping with Dan. I think the friendship is just as creepy. It is. And it's Serena doesn't like get in trouble. Passing boundaries. Totally. Mm. I think it's Absolutely. so weird. Like I have so many teachers from high school who like I know quite well who now. are like now yeah. still involved in things like with community theatre. Because you've theater. done musicals with Yeah, them. like community theatre and stuff like that now. And I'm... A full adult, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, some days I wonder about myself as well. I don't but. think we're ever full adults, but, like, you know, I'm, I've been through uni already. It's not – I'm not in high school, not even still in uni. But there are still so many teachers where I'm just, like, I can't call you by your first name. Oh, you are. I still go back to do jobs at my old school and yeah. I can't be, like, hi. I mean, sometimes in emails I'll, I, there are some people that I'm, like, yep, hi, such and such. Mm. But then when I get back there I'm just, like, I know. Oh, or like talking to other people. Like I'll say, "Oh, I'm just going to use Rachel because we're talking about Gossip Girl." I'll be like, "Oh, Rachel," but then to her face, I'll be like, "Hi, Miss Carr." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just using the name from the episode, yeah. But yeah, um, that reminds me too. My old school asked me to come back and speak at their International Women's Day. Yes. Assembly. I know. That's so <gasps> exciting. Oh, my Lord. Oh, and when this episode airs, it'll be International Women's Day tomorrow, everybody. So you'll be doing that. I'll have, no, I'll be doing it on the Wednesday morning because oh. that's when they have their assemblies. Oh, okay. Their so weekly you'll, assemblies. You'll have done it. <laughs> I'll have done it um, oh, or be in the process of doing Thursday, it. But yeah, International Women's Day is on Thursday. Thursday, but they must do their assemblies on a Wednesday now. Yeah, I think fair they enough. used to do it on a Thursday when I was at school. Um, so they're doing it that morning. And it's only like five minutes, but I'm just nervous um, because, like, doesn't everyone still get nervous about going and speaking at schools? Um, I have never been back to my high school in, uh, like, a back here as a past student. Uh, I've been, like, to 
pick up your brother like I've been like to my sister's graduations Mm. I have helped at the musicals since with like with my brother or whatever there and my mum has always helped out as well things like that but it doesn't feel like I'm back as like a a past student it's really weird actually oh you know what I have also realized yeah now this I want to help out with the production again this year because my brother's um, in it um and I I love helping out but um this year I will I will know my brother and like some of his friends or whatever but you won't know the year eights from when I was in year 12 Mm -hmm. the last people I would have like known who I went to school with Mm -hmm. technically they graduated last year Yes, well, this so, is... I've, I'm out of children. I've been back to speak <laughs> at my school twice. I, I went back for, like, a primary speech night mm-hmm. and for, the, like, the year 12 investiture last year and that was, the, the like, the last year that I knew any of... And my little buddy who yeah. started grade 7, she was, like, graduating. So this is the first year that, yeah, I'm just, like, I don't... Although... To be honest, I do still know some random people because they were in primary school when I was in high school, and it's yeah. like I mean, one you, to twelve. You still but know you don't people. really know them. It's not yeah. the same. Um, and also, a lot of the teachers that I had have since left. There are only a handful still there, and yeah. that's strange. Yeah, that's that's what's strange as well. But um, I'm I'm excited about that. I'm gonna. What my plan is is um, not so much to talk about me but to share the collective wisdom of a lot of other women, a lot of other bookish women. If you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen I asked a couple of my favourite, um, favourite is probably not the right word, but people who who in interviewing and talking to I find inspiring um, and I want to share that collective wisdom because what I think International Women's Day should be about too is supporting the sisterhood. Exactly. And our and our collective voice. So I wanted to share that with the girls as well because um, it is an all-girls school. I'm not just like being like, I'm not, I'm not talking to the boys. No, it's yeah. an all-girls school. Um, so I wanted to share that with them, the collective wisdom, wisdom from so many women and a lot of it reading through. I'm like, oh, this is so great. Like it, I still yeah, learn so, so much. So inspiring. I know. I, know. <laughs> I know. I love International Women's Day. It's just like... I don't know. It feels like an extra reason to, you know, celebrate the women in our lives, which is yes. nice. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is I went to the travel agent again this morning. Yes. Um, with Indy from Taps Life and Books. <laughs> um, we are going to the US together in October. And so we've booked some more things. Ooh. Very exciting. Yay. Oh, and when we were there, the travel agent told us that she's been to Disney in October and they do like these Halloween <gasps> night things. So we're going cool. to see if we can like go to like a Halloween event like in October at Disney. And people who have been to America before, you guys should um, tweet Caitlin your yes. bookstore recommendations yes, as well. Yes, please do. Yes. Um, find some cool ones. I, you know, all those ones on the internet that like seem really cool. Yes. Like New York. I'm going to New York, LA, Orlando and Vegas. So any other tips? Let me know. Also, while you're at it, if you know any really great Irish bookshops, I'll be going to Ireland in June. I nearly was like, when am I going again? Um, in June and I'm driving basically the whole coast. So tell me all your obscure little tiny bookshop bookshops I should visit because we both want to do lots of like, yeah. book shopping and stuff. Um, but there was just one more – well, there's two more things that I wanted to talk about. Firstly, I finally gave in to the hype and read Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. I really need to read this. You do? Everyone, because I loved it. I mean, everyone has been recommending it to me, but my um, 
my roommate read it and loved it and, rec- and told me I should read it. And I was uh-huh. like, yes, I know you're right. And then you were reading it at like the same time, which yeah. is like they're quite similar, so I shouldn't have been surprised. But then also um, like I know you will like this yeah. book, I think. like, And it's funny because the people who had been recommending it to me I've never doubted their recommendations before, but it took me so long. I was like, but I'm seeing it everywhere. Like I just have this thing against hype Mm. where I might know if everyone, like I didn't watch Game of Thrones for ages because I was like, oh, everyone's watching it or whatever. That's just an example. But hype just turns me off. So I finally, finally read it and I love it. And I already want to go and read it again. It's just beautiful and I can definitely see why it's got the praise it has and I'm also really surprised that it is a debut novel because it certainly doesn't like uh, oh. it's just it's stunning it's I didn't so well written that it was a debut so yeah oh, there you go yeah I think it either won so the Costa Book Award I think I was talking about a few episodes back um when we were talking about book mm-hmm. awards and should we care about them so the Costa Book Award I can't remember whether Eleanor Oliphant won the category for fiction or like new fiction I okay. think it may have been new fiction yeah as but a debut. yeah it's yeah. it's so stunning for a debut like you wouldn't oh, sorry no. just like touching you under the table yeah, with playing, my foot we're playing footsies <laughs> um but yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't know at all that yeah it was a debut it's so beautiful and it's it's quite emotional um in in some respects but it's just it's very delicate and subtly done wow it's wonderful i know it does sound beautiful i really got to get around to it mm-hmm. anyway uh the last thing that we need to mention is please join us this month in reading ellie marnie's brand new book white night we are hosting a twitter chat at the end of the month and should we tell them i think so Ellie's going to be joining us for a what's and all Twitter chat. So um, we are assuming that everyone will have read the book when they're joining in the chat. Yes. So there so. will be spoilers and you can ask her all your questions and we, and we are can super, talk super about excited. how much we all love the book because I'm sure we all will, even though we haven't read it yet, but I'm sure we will. It's about like cults and stuff, which oh my I God. mean, you had me at hello. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Ellie, you had, you had me anyway, Ellie, but a book about a cult like that sounds so good. Oh my, actually that reminds me I didn't even me. really know what it was about to be honest because neither, I just wanted to read it because no neither I, I didn't know what it was about until Ellie shared the Guardian article she wrote about why she wrote this book which we will link to in the show notes uh which gives you a bit of insight into why she wrote this and her life and it's very emotional and a great piece of writing I mean obviously because it's Ellie and if you're interested in all about the book, that article should um, make you want to read it straight away, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll, we'll link that as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Please join us. If you can't join in this month, you know, that's cool. I've had some people messaged on Instagram and were like, I can't afford it. That, that's fine. We, we are doing this not because we want you to go out and break your budgets trying to afford new books, but because we want to celebrate books that we're excited for. Yes. So um, please don't feel pressured to buy the book but please just know that we're doing this because we want to support these authors and then if you see their work down the track maybe you'll pick it up that's yeah that's why we're doing this yes yeah, so please join us for our first better words book club i'm so yes. excited we're the really only excited. other thing i wanted to mention was a few episodes ago we spilt the tea 
did our spilling the tea episode. Yes, that was fun. It was that. fun. We enjoyed it. We just want to make sure that all of you did. So if you did or if you didn't um, or if you would want us to do other episodes like that, spilling the tea part two, et cetera, um, let us know and we will sort of incorporate that style of episode in the future. Also, before we get into our discussion today, I'm going to apologise in advance for Percy's barking in the background. Uh, we have some new little dash hounds next door who are visiting and he's very excited and very annoyed at me that I'm not letting him play with them. Yeah. Um, so I hope that it's not too distracting. But, you know, we are just amateur podcasters, <laughs> so we're doing the best we can. What are we talking about today, Caitlin? We're talking about reading habits Ooh. all about our reading habits so we have some i'm basically nosy and love hearing everybody else's reading habits which is why i wanted to share our reading habits yeah no i think it's a really interesting discussion because like or i already know even though we planned this episode together that we're going to have very different views. it's going to be great <laughs> before we get started though i do just want to um shout out to reading glasses podcast and bookish blether which I was listening to and I kind of thought, oh, they're talking about these sorts of things. Bookish Blether did have a reading habits episode and their conversations made me think, oh, like I want to talk about this with Caitlin. I want to hear what she says. So um, shout out to those two great podcasts for giving this the idea for some of this episode as well. Yeah. And before we start, I just want to point out how many times we've just said before we start. We kept saying one last thing, one One last thing, thing, one last last thing. thing. Okay, we're actually going to start now. And the first like question and talking point that we've got for this episode is, do you read one book at a time or more than one book at a time? Go. Pretty much always more than one book at a time. Yeah, me too. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Um. I don't know. I didn't used to. More recently, like in the past year or whatever, I've been getting into reading more and it's just that I want to read more books. So yeah. somehow reading more than one book at a time does not really help me in reading more books or read them quicker or anything like that. But um, it does sort of help because like sometimes like if, sometimes you're reading a book and you don't necessarily feel like reading it, so mm. then you just read your other book. Exactly. And I usually have like two on the go. So I, yes. like, I have like two that I'm reading and I finish them both and then I have another two. <laughs> yes. Because it gets to a point where I'm like down to one book and I'm like just going to finish this book. Exactly. And then you start another one and then you're like, oh, no, I'll start this one as well. Well, usually for me it's like uh, different genres. So I might be reading a nonfiction and then be like, oh, I just tonight I just feel like something really fun, like a romance or something. So yeah. I'll start something else um, at the at the moment, I'm. I just started reading Simon versus the Homo Sapien oh, Agenda. Did you? Yes, yay! Because you finally returned to the library. Yes, I know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. No, but, um, it was funny. It was funny that like I thought they would have had more copies. I'm surprised. They will after the movie. I to can tell honest, you, they'll have like ten. To be honest, I'm surprised that you were able to borrow it almost right after me, I know. and that it wasn't on hold. Oh, I was really. Movie. I was really lucky. Wait, you re- yeah, because you returned it to the city library right yeah yeah. yeah yeah so it was still there which was lucky um but for example that I will read a library book on my lunch break at work and then read like at the moment I'm also reading an advanced copy for an interview that we're going to do mm-hmm. or I might I was reading Eleanor Oliphant and that's like 
my nice pristine copy that doesn't leave the house yeah. and then there's for like my library reading. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> for evening reading and then the library one is like let's be honest I'll read it in the bath um yeah, on but, the go. but so, I will also yeah. read it at lunch I'll chuck it in my bag so yeah do you have that distinction a little bit so just to compare at the moment um I already said I finished reading wildlife this morning which I took care of because it was yours. <laughs> um, and I started reading, and by started reading, I mean like five pages um, of the advanced book that we're reading um, to prepare for an interview. Um, so fancy. Yeah. Um, so what else am I reading at the moment? I'm still reading Chocolate Wars by Deborah Cabri. So that's See, my that's non fiction. That's my non fic, and it's a library book. <laughs> And um, so reading girls will be girls. That's another non-fic. That oh you yeah, I've started reading that in like October. I'm really okay. dipping in and out of it, but um, it's okay if you yeah. don't like it. It's fine. No, I do like it. For some reason, I'm finding it a bit hard to read, and I haven't really experienced that since I read Everyday Sexism, which is funny because they're they're the same. They're sort yeah. of similar. Very academic info, feminism, sexism, like mm. anyway. Um, and you're reading. Diary of a Bookseller. Oh, yeah. So I, I started reading in my reading slump. I've read about 20 pages of Diary of a Bookseller. I've read about 30 pages of Rainfall by Ella West, which I will probably get back into now that I've finished Wildlife. Um, I've got a couple of books on the go at the moment. It's probably a bad time to ask me this question. I no, I, I always have a couple. Um, I have some, like, I've still got a bookmark in Game of Thrones and I haven't picked it up since June last year. I still have a bookmark in All the Light We Cannot See. And I started <laughs> you started reading that when it. you went to Cuba. I started reading it in Cuba in October 2016. To be fair, I have not read a page since about March 2017. I, I do want to – that's my keep, longest read. I do want to keep read of reading Game of Thrones, but I also am like – There's too many other things to read. And, you know, like I know what is going to happen in the first book because mm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the extra bits that people tell me are in there. But anyway, this is getting off topic. Yeah. Yes, we do read more than one book at a time. And if you're reading a huge book like Game of Thrones as well, of course, like when you're making your like way through a saga, it's nice to read. Yeah, because then you're also like, I feel like I'm getting through more books. Oh, exactly. As opposed to just like reading one long book. Yeah, like last year when I read the Harry Potter series, I kept reading like contemporaries and YA sort of at the same time and in between because I know what's going to happen in Harry Potter. Yeah. I just felt like rereading it. And also because if I'm just reading Harry Potter and then I'm like, I feel like I haven't actually read anything. Because you already because know the I already story. Know. I so like even with, though I did technically read seven books, I feel like I haven't actually read. Any. Yeah, um, I had that with How to Stop Time, which I started in the UK last year in uh, November, and then I kind of picked up and maybe I probably finished about five other shorter, like YA books or quick books that I read on the plane or whatever. Yeah between that time and when I finally finished it doesn't diminish my enjoyment of it at all it's yeah, just that yeah. I have to be for that particular style of writing I wanted to be in the right frame of mind mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the next question which is do, oh, do, you, know? <laughs> do you have to read in silence or do you like background noise it depends on the book for me really 
Yeah, like oh, that's kind of odd. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Sorry, Michelle. That's weird. I am an odd person. <laughs> um, well, f- for example, with How to Stop Time by Matt Haig, mm-hmm. um, his writing is so beautiful and t- so intense. That's one I feel like I need to concentrate more on. Okay. But with something, and same with Eleanor Oliphant, I liked reading that in silence. But with something like uh, Simon vs. Simon Sapiens, yes, it's or, a bit lighter, so you can read it at work. Yeah, other or the happening. other things that I read at work have been like the Radium Girls by Kate Moore, which I loved. But again, it, you know, I can read that with background noise because it's more about the story rather than like I'm not trying to absorb the beautiful writing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it depends on the book for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess I sort of get that. I it's not as weird do, as you thought it was. <laughs> I know I can't do anything in silence. To be honest, I mm, I like, do find it like hard. I was always the person like at the uni library. Everyone was like, "Let's go up to the third floor, floor where it's quiet," and I'm like, "I won't be able to get anything done. I, I need to sit." I always sat on the first floor, like near the library door, because people going past me all the time. I'm mm. like, "I'm working, I'm working," mm-hmm. um, and I think that probably some of that, which we're is another topic of discussion so yeah. that I usually always read with other things happening in the house because yeah. I'm a one, and, I have siblings is and it because you and, do you think it's because you grew up in a noisy house with yeah, like probably. siblings and stuff like things were always happening and I always needed I always need things to be happening um however saying that I am also I can't I could never study or read or whatever listening to music mm. or to like to something else because I do this even when I'm listening to music um, or a podcast or something, and I go to like send a text message. I type the words I hear. <laughs> um, with that, I'm a bit funny. Like at work, I have um, one particular album that I will play when I need to concentrate, and it is the greatest hits of Pink Floyd. And yeah. I would have to play that in order from the start when I have a big story that I need to write and I need to block out the rest of the newsroom. And I think for because it's I think because of the type of music it is where it's Pink Floyd, it's not very, it's not as much about the lyrics. It's very guitar heavy and stuff. And so I can just block it out, but that I have to listen to that album when I'm, if I'm struggling with something and I've tried to write it for like maybe 15 or 20 minutes, I'm just like, no, I need that album to like help me focus. Because like when I was at uni, um, I used to, I used to want to be the type of person that could listen to music or whatever. I could listen to music if I was copying notes like from a PowerPoint or whatever. Yeah, I can when I'm not like do that. thinking. Yeah, I'm just copying notes to try and you know remember things or whatever. But if I was like properly studying or writing an assignment, mm-hmm. you know, I can't. Like, yeah, I, I need background noise, but I can't like listen to music or whatever. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, with weird. your reading as well, um, physical books ebooks audiobooks what's your preference what do you like or dislike about each format i have never listened to an audiobook in my entire life really even when you were little one of those like read long no never books on tape no i had enough aunts and uncles and everything that (laughs) just read to me oh i was an only child I mean, like, sorry. I just definitely, like the re- I definitely I ha- remember having most like of my family. Like, there was. I definitely remember. I, was I had Pocahontas. I was like the favorite. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had Pocahontas book on tape. I oh, remember really? that. Yeah, where you like read along. I remember oh, getting yeah. that from Santa one year. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I may have had that. I don't remember it. But um, I have never listened to an audiobook in my life. I have read two or three ebooks. I think. 
Um, but you don't have an e-reader, do you? No, I read them on my phone. Yeah, see, I would, I could not do that. No, hang on. What did I read on my phone? Um, oh, I remember. I read the second half of Little Women because my book only had the first half because, like, <laughs> what? Why? Oh, I don't know. But it's that's one. Of, it's one of those books that's like, it's not always actually together. It's oh, very odd. Okay. But um, so I read the second half of Little Women <laughs> on my phone. It's like the second – have you ever read Little Women? No, but I like know what this, you mean when they like used the, to they used to publish them, like, periodically. Like, exactly. Pride and Prejudice or, you know, yeah. Wuthering Heights so the and second, stuff. So the parts. second half of Little Women, um, what is now what is known as the second half now, I think probably was used to be a separate book because it was, like, when the girls were all older and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Um, like when they're all getting married and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So the second half of Little Women um, and Bits of Pieces – bits and pieces of Anne of Avonlea. So, like, if I wanted to, if I would read a couple of pages, maybe, mm. like, on my lunch break, but I hadn't brought the book. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I can't read on my phone. I would find that horrible. Um, but I do have an e-reader, which I like. And I feel like the reason I wouldn't read on my phone is because of the lighting situation. Yeah, I, well, I haven't that often, but I don't have an e-reader, so I yeah. don't really know the difference. I don't know. It's I do more like physical books. Though. I know. It's, it's. I found for traveling though, cannot beat an e-reader, like cannot beat it. it. I loved going to the UK and just having this one small little thing where I had, I pre-downloaded like a bunch of different options because I'm such a mood reader. Mm. So I had lots of different options for what I'd like and you can just discreetly like still slip it into your bag. Like I had it in my bag every single day, mainly because I was traveling by myself. So whenever mm. I went to order lunch or whatever, I'd get my book out so I didn't look like a weirdo. And, of course, I didn't have internet everywhere because I was in another country. Yeah. So um, I have just I, – I love my e-reader for that. Have not picked it up since I got back, and I'm pretty sure it's still in it. No, actually, I, I got picked it up from Dad's last week, but I hadn't even moved it to our new house. Yeah. That's – like, I don't use it unless I am travelling somewhere. Yeah, see, I'm not sure what I'm going to do travelling um, this time round because – You can borrow I- my e-reader. Oh, thanks. Because um, <laughs> when I went to Cuba in 2016, um, I brought two books and the person I was traveling with brought two books and we traded. So she read. That is scary to me because I'm like, what if I finish those books? Probably not going to happen, but I still am like, I might finish them. What do I do then? I know. Well, so <laughs> um, she brought all the light. You cannot see. I never finished it. <laughs> she read all of that and then um, – started reading the other book that she brought I brought I can't remember what it was um I brought Flawed by Cecilia Ahern and The Book of Lost and Found by Lucy Foley was it a Monica McInerney book that there was a Monica uh, McInerney in there I don't think so oh okay actually I think it might have been Burial Rights oh okay for some reason That's what I need to anyway read. um so yeah I read both of my books and then started reading All the Light We Cannot See we know how that ended yeah, exactly. or didn't actually. Didn't didn't we don't end. know how it ends. Yeah. So, but um, funnily enough, I don't know if we'll be able to do that this time because Indy and I have quite different tastes. Yeah, <laughs> like Indy is all fantasy, and we're both like all contemporary. Yeah. I'm just gonna lend you my e-reader. I feel like you'd want to read half the books that are like that I've already got on there anyway, probably. and then you can just. I mean, the ones that you want to read, I'll probably read anyway. So we should yeah. just do that. Yeah. Okay. 
So awesome. Okay. Yes, that, that um, and I do listen to audiobooks too because um, we can get them free with our library. So, mm. um, for example, I have put my name down to like put a reserve on War and Peace. I'm going to give that a go on audio because as if I am ever going to read it in a physical copy. I reckon. I know. I'm just going to see what it's like. This yeah. one is performed too. So, Ooh. Yeah, so it's, like, not just read by one person. They have, like, it's like a radio production. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I might change Caitlin's mind about audiobooks, yeah. That will make it a lot better. Well, and see, I listen is, to all of. I don't know why I never have really tried audiobooks because I love podcasts. Also, um, I'll have to show you the app because you get them free with our library. I listen yes, to I um, Big Little Lies. I liked that. I've also listened to all but one of Kate Morton's books on audio, which was great because I discovered a, an author who I really love and whose books I would have been way too intimidated to read just because of the size. Like, mm. And those audiobooks go for like 20 hours, so it would have taken me so long to read them. Um, and I want to go back and read the physical copies now because I really enjoyed her writing. But it can be a way to kind of tackle those intimidating huge books. Yeah. Like War and Peace. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, all right. So our next little discussion of reading habits is our reading spots. So I'm so excited for this where one. Where do you like to read? Usually I read on the lounge or in my armchair because there's good light and a breeze from the window. Good. Okay. And in bed. Yes. So basically exactly the same I like sitting um I like sitting in my on my lounge in my lounge room and I put my foot up on my blanket box which is like a coffee table and I read there and it's right in front of the window um and I have a comfy couch and or I have an armchair that's next to my desk do you read on your hammock much yeah because I want to I want to get a hammock yeah but I don't know if I'm gonna use it Oh yeah, I don't know. No, I do like to read on the hammock sometimes. I haven't had it that long, so I'm not. I'm not used also, to. Also, I feel like you'll probably use it more when it's not forty degrees outside. Yeah, exactly. Like as we like, please cool down. Please cool down. It's March now. Technically, summer's over. It can go away mm -hmm. and just get out of here. Exactly. I have to say though, I did think about reading on the hammock today, but I had made a cup of tea, so I was you like, somewhere to put. I can't take the cup of tea yep. in the hammock. Exactly. So, oh. dilemmas. Oh, my oh, God. First world problems. Okay. So, yeah, boring. We all read in bed on the couch, whatever. Yeah. Ideal reading spots. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this. Okay, go. Okay. I love nothing more than reading, like, by the pool or on the beach. I will – when I went to Townsville recently for work, we had – because of the flights between Rockhampton and Townsville, we, had, we got there, like, a day early. It was awesome. <laughs> so, um, I – had my book. I was reading Cadbury Wars still. Um, so I would go for a swim and get out and read and then go for a swim and get out and read and go for a swim and get out and read. And, oh, and I love reading on the beach because, again, you go for a swim and you read. Oh, it's just like. Oh, my God, my neighbour who's mowing. It. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. That's okay. Let's just keep talking. Arr. But, oh, my God, I love reading on the beach, reading is by the pool. Is it just, like the, like, the relaxation of yes, it? Yes, that's your, so. like, brain is like, yes, I'm relaxed. That's like I'm on holiday. Yeah, it yeah. is holiday mode. Um, I think if I were to pick any ideal reading spot, it would have to be <laughs> – I have been somewhat inspired by all the snow pictures this week, but I just can't imagine anything better than being curled up like 
on a like really comfortable cozy armchair with a like open fire a cup of tea and like a window in front of me where I can see all the snow outside oh that would be perfect okay it's so cozy now I'm going to ask you a different question because mine was something that I actually do you have never seen snow actually I have when I was two Caitlin so what that's um, still like that was ideal ideal reading habits like ideal reading spots versus reality I'm going to call that dream okay so now you need to think of an ideal one of so we have have reality ideal dream (laughs) okay so you need to think of an ideal one and I will think of a dream okay well then I would say a really really cute little coffee shop while it's really cold outside and it's nice and warm in the coffee shop I did that in the UK okay fine you get that very cute cute little coffee shops okay I think then my ideal would be wait no aren't you doing dream Dream, sorry, dream. dream. My my dream reading <laughs> spot. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say, um, on like a bench or like a seat, sort of somewhere, like in a park, with like a cup of coffee or a smoothie or something like that. Yes, like sort of like people watching and reading. Yeah. You know the funniest thing I saw when I was in Bath, and I might have mentioned it, but there was actually someone with like an artist easel and like he was painting and I was just like that's so like picture book perfect yeah that's cute <laughs> it that's was like, so cute like in movies when yeah they get like a little picture drawn that's it was adorable. so cute anyway do you eat or drink when you read yes yes me too not usually eat that often yeah I won't eat if um, it's my own book or like someone one that I've borrowed I will if it's from the library but I don't usually because I don't like having my hands yeah, I don't like, know. I just don't usually eat. I will drink a cup of tea, glass yeah. of water. I mean, if it's a library book, whatever. I've already said I eat on my lunch break. I literally um, read on your lunch break. I read on my lunch break. I read on my lunch break and I will eat as I'm reading. Yes. Because I, I, I get addicted to my book mm. and I can't. And also usually I like to be by myself then so I'll either go to a cafe or sit away from everybody and be antisocial in the lunchroom mm. and yeah when you talk to everyone else the rest of the time I know like especially I find it, it especially on days where I'm like in a bit more of like a management role where I'm dealing with everyone all day it's like I need my lunch break to like I'm an introvert at heart and yeah. I need to be like not have people saying my name. By the end of like one of the days I worked last week, I was just like, oh, I don't want to hear my name repeated again. Like it just <laughs> everyone and everyone bless them all. I love them. But they all like said it the same way. And I was just like, oh God, no. Michelle. No, it was like, hey Michelle. And I was like, no, no. It's like, <laughs> it's like I think partners say that too when they're like, hey babe. And it's like, oh my God, you know, I know you're gonna ask me for something. Like yeah. it's something you want something. And so I was just like, no, I don't want to hear my name. Please don't talk to me. Don't make me talk. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. All right. So the next one. What time of day do you read? Do you read every day? Well, I think basically, yes, I read every day. Um, unless perhaps I would say even when I'm traveling, I like to I like to read a few pages before I go to bed. Do oh, you read every day? I read more when I'm traveling than I do in normal yeah. life. Yeah, um, but like even if holiday. I were to have a busy day on holiday, I would still read before read bed. before bed. Yeah, um, I try and yeah, I would read every day, every day, 
every day. <laughs> he I don't think I do. Re- I don't think I do read every day. Really? No. Most of the time, I will read more on a weekend. Of course, save more time. Yeah. Um, and I will finish a book on the weekend, and then not read until like. Do not say the next weekend. Sometimes, <gasps> sometimes, what? sometimes that does happen. Sometimes. It doesn't. I'm learning so much in this chat. I'm loving this chat. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I don't know. Sometimes, wow. sometimes I don't because I am also the type of person where, like, I was about to be like, I love reading. We all know I love reading. I have a blog and a podcast about reading and books. Mm. But anyway, but sometimes I'll get home from work and, like, I don't want to pay attention to reading a book mm. and so I'll watch Netflix or something because it's, like, less brain activity. Yes, I agree. So... I don't know. It kind of depends. But um, I would say for the most part, like a general usual week, maybe not every day, like three days out of the work week probably. Yeah. I understand that though. I totally understand that. It's just that I, I mean, I have it now where I will read a few pages at least before I go to bed. Yeah. Like that's just my habit. So by default, I pretty much read every day. Um. But also, Jack starts work at 7 hmm. and I start work at either 8.15, sometimes 9. Sometimes I'm on a later shift than I start at like 9.30 or 10. Um, but he still wakes me up when he goes and I just can't get back to sleep. So I would prefer to get up earlier and either now I'm starting in the uni term, um, I'll study a bit, but I will read a bit or, you know, watch a bit of TV. But Generally, lately I've been reading books that are so good that I want to spend every second reading them. Yeah. So as soon as Jack leaves in the morning, I'm, like, into my book for at least, like, half an hour. Okay. Yeah, see, I can't do that. I barely wake up in time to get to work on time, <laughs> let alone read before work. So. It's just, it's just like, once I'm awake, I'm awake. Like, I, I can't explain it. I just, this, I've always been that way. Yeah. Mm. There you go. And because if I was single, I would usually be getting up at, like before seven anyway the fact that jack wakes up at six doesn't like it's not that much earlier yeah i guess so All yeah right. so then this is a bit of a different as a bookish habit so um when you are actually reading mm. bookmarks dog ears <laughs> how, what bookmarks do you use um. i don't dog ear um ever anymore really um i do not always use bookmarks that are actual bookmarks just something to mark your place chocolate wars has got my she put a chocolate wrapper in it no my plane ticket because i started (laughs) reading it on a plane and i did yeah i do that all the time i didn't bring a bookmark so yeah yeah um pretty much always bookmarks except sometimes i will dog ear a library book sometimes Yes. Yeah. I can't believe that you do that. Um, I mean, I'm kidding. Of no, it do. will only be on a. We actually were talking about this while we planned these questions. It will only be on a library book that's obviously very well read and yeah. well loved by. I borrowed uh, the woman who fooled the world, the Belle Gibson story, a few weeks ago, and I think I might have been the first, if not one of the first to borrow the book and it looked so brand new I couldn't bring myself to and I didn't have anything I could use as a bookmark so I just had to remember the page number but then the radium girls looked quite worn 
so I might have dog-eared a bit. Yeah, see, I don't really, I don't like dog-earing anymore. I just prefer to use a bookmark. But I will say with a library book or even my own books that I have read before or, you know, are well-loved, whatever, like my Harry Potter books, for example, I don't care about cracking the spine or opening them or, like, folding, Mm. you know, like when you're first into a book and you just fold the pages over because they're already well-worn. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I wouldn't do that I couldn't do it on a new, even a new library book, like, that's covered in contact and stuff. I'm like, oh, it's still new. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so when you're, like, again, when you're actually reading, um, I know some people like to stop at a chapter some people can't stop in the middle of a chapter some people have to get to the end of a page do you have any kind of rules about where you stop reading I used to be the type of person where I would always have to get to the end of the chapter Mm -hmm. always I don't really know when or why that stopped but I'm not really like that anymore I usually prefer to yeah and I will if I'm reading and thinking oh I should you know stop or like you know, stop like in a minute. Like if you don't have to, if like you've got flick, time to. I'll flick forward and be like, oh, two pages, I'll just finish the chapter. Mm. If I'm like, oh, these are long chapters, I'll be like, eh, I'll just go to the end of the page or, you know. Yeah. I, I would prefer not to stop in the middle of a page. I I would prefer to stop it like if there's a paragraph break or where you, yeah. can, where you can very obviously it's like half a page or, you know, you can see the paragraph break yeah. on the page and like I read it. Because like there. if I do stop – um, at the end of like this page or whatever or like in a paragraph break when I open it back up unlike a chapter break I will usually read like the page again or mm. just like sort of skim over and be like yep that's yeah, what we're up to it's harder to I think I'm starting to switch more to like reading to the end of chapters and oh, again right? I don't really know why um but it, it does depend on the length of the chapters and it depends on the reading situation too yeah. like obviously people who are like on a bus or something you just have you've to go got to with stop it. because you've yeah. got to get off but yeah. if you're like I'm just gonna sit down and read till whenever if someone asked me to do something I might be like oh just let me get In to the second. end of this page yeah. actually I was doing a blood donation and I was reading the woman who fooled the world and um I was so glad like she could see I was at the end of a chapter and she didn't make me she's like waited till I got to the chapter and like turned the page and she's like actually can I just get you to put some pressure on this <laughs> and she's like I didn't want to interrupt you I was like oh Oh, that's so Bless nice. You. So good. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I was like, you must be a reader too. That is so good. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of that, then how you interact with other people while you are reading or mm. other readers. How does your family like? Okay. So I probably have some I'm, funny stories. Yeah, I'm this. interested. So my brother is not um as a big as a bigger reader as I am my sister is not a reader at all but um I have probably said before that like mentioned maybe that my brother was rereading the Harry Potter series or that he's read Hunger Games before so um I'm going to share this family story because none of my family listens to the podcast but um (laughs) this will be the one episode they do yeah so one time we were on oh actually I have two stories so one time (laughs) no only one Oh, no, it's the same story. <laughs> it's okay. Right. Um, so we were camping on holidays and I was reading Safe Haven by Nicholas Sparks because um, I'd seen the movie and loved it. So I read that whole book in a day. Um, we got to a point, Harry was reading The Hunger Games um, and had brought Catching Fire with him because he knew that he would finish it. So I had, I don't know, maybe like 50 pages left or something and he he had like 20 to 15 or whatever and we were like oh who's gonna finish first I finished first <laughs> um 
We also did the same thing when he when I started rereading the Harry Potter series last year. I'm just a much quicker reader and um, was at uni at the time and had more. No, I wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I'm a quicker reader, had more time, have read the books before. I started reading the Harry Potter series when he started reading Order of the Phoenix and I was finished the series before he started Half-Blood Prince. Aww. But um, there was many other things that happening at the same time. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. No, this holiday, he when he did finish reading Hunger Games, he started reading Catching Fire and we were camping in... Maybe my dad hadn't brought a book, I don't know, but my dad read Hunger Games one day and Catching Fire the next day and then he was like, Caitlin, did you bring Mockingjay? <laughs> and I was like, no, because Harry would never have finished it by then. So then the day we got back, he read Mockingjay. That's so cool. Yeah, my dad read Harry Potter when I was mm. reading it. Yeah. Yeah. No, my dad's never read Harry Potter, but he's read Hunger Games. <laughs> I was impressed because my dad was not a reader and yeah. he read all of it. It was weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's that's so, so weird. That's one I think reading's sort of... always been like, and it's like my mum is a huge reader, and that's where I got it from. So it's always been like an accepted pastime, I guess. Yeah, both and my parents are pretty big readers, and like so, in, you know, in their families and everything yeah. like that. My mum listens to lots of audiobooks at work and things yeah. like that. Um, Being an only child, it was like they loved that I would just that I was happy to, to read. Entertain yourself. Yeah, yeah, that I wasn't like. I, it was my favourite thing. Yeah. But was it different for you having siblings? Um, Not really. My, I mean, I've always been a reader, so my brother and sister always they knew that. They grew up knowing that. Yeah. Um, they would be like, stop, play with us or whatever. And, you know. <laughs> You'd be um, like, no, I'm the older sister. Go away. <laughs> probably a bit of both, joining them and not joining them. But, like, but Do you think it would still... have been different if you had been the youngest and, like, they'd not grown up? knowing that you were like if you were trying to fit into there might have been a bit different I don't know maybe I'm interested to hear what our listeners like yeah. how I mean how I don't they know grew because up I, that too. I have no idea what it would be like to be the youngest because because I'm the oldest I'm the first grandchild like mm. I've never had kids I was like interacting with adults or children younger <laughs> than me um but yeah interesting how do you but, deal um, with friends who don't read as much because we were very happy and lucky to find each other mm. but like and we also doubted that, each other when we yeah. first met <laughs> we were like oh no you won't know what book I'm talking yes. about which is my standard response when people yeah. are like oh what do you like to read I'm like you won't oh, know I'm not even gonna anybody bother telling me. who yeah. because even though the people that we love and the people who we read all the time and love having on the podcast and stuff are big in the bookish world and in our bookish world people who don't read don't know who they are and it's just it's just hard to like explain so I'm always just like oh I read like young adults um like a lot of Australian authors and then they're usually like who and I'm like you're not gonna know any of them yeah it is funny though because like again a lot of my friends um I've been Apart from Michelle, who I've only known in the past couple of years, most of my other friends I have known, um, like, throughout high school and things like that. So they've always they know known. you as a reader. Um, and they will try and, like, get me books. One of my – my copy of The Casual Vacancy was given Aww. to me by one of my friends for my 16th birthday. So it was JK? Yeah. Oh, That's cute. Um, yeah, so, like, I've got – you know, they know it's – you know, we have read some of the same books. So I read Divergent because one of like we all read them at the same time. Me Aww. and a couple of my other friends, That's and cool. um, like all read. You know, like when The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns and everything <laughs> was happening. Like we all read John Green and 
Um, I don't think my friends have ever tried to get me books because they know that you wouldn't. know that like they probably wouldn't yeah although Some of my friends have not that often my but, friend um, a dear friend at uni yeah. lauren she she got me to do a list of like five books that i wanted and then she picked yeah. kirsty yeager's night beach off that so it was still which i love the idea of a list that people pick because then you still get You're something that you so- wanted exactly. but it's still a surprise and that's the sort of surprise i can cope with because it's not a, it's a surprise surprise yes it's my, my I'm scared with gifts where I'm like, what if I don't like it and then I have to pretend that I like it? It's just this irrational oh, fear I, I have. Know. I know. So, I yeah, I don't I, – and my mum always checks before she buys me a book. She's like, I'm going to get you this. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds great, mum. Thank you. that's funny because my parents don't really buy me books. Like um, I always – my mum is big on lists as well. She's like, write down what you want for your birthday and for Christmas, whatever. And, and she's like, something. and we'll pick things. And I – nearly always put books on there and, and they never, don't never get books. um like this year for example I put well like in December I put Unqualified by Anna Faris Fantastic Beasts Illustrated History of Magic like there was a few and I was <laughs> like I didn't get you them none of them I bought them all myself so I must say um but um the year before I did get Anna Kendrick's book oh, mum paid so attention to that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack got me Eliza Schlesinger. He pre-ordered it he and everything. Yeah, because yeah. he pays attention. I know he's good. Actually, this is a bit. It's a bit silly to put on the podcast, but um. And wait, when are we going to air this? I just have a look at the date. Yeah, no, I just want to look at the date. Okay, so um, our anniversary is coming up, and we've decided to give each other a book. I think that's very nice because. Also, I feel like books are such a personal thing. We know each other. It's a bit of a test to see, like, do we know each other well enough to pick a book that the other person will like? Wait. Plus also I want a book. Um, <laughs> and also also, I think pretty much, like, you guys can, you guys will agree with me, I'm sure, but, like, I just find there's nothing more romantic than, like, getting a book. Like, <laughs> when, he, when we moved into our house and he pulled out Eliza's book and was like, I was going to give this to you for Christmas, but I, I can't wait, I was just like, my heart exploded. I was like, that is the best. And knowing that he pre-ordered it too, yeah. like that was brilliant. So I I want to start, like I want to find, I've got to find a book for him. And yeah, yeah um, I'm excited to, I think I found something that he will enjoy um, because he's a big fan of The Revenant. Oh, cool. As well. So, um, and Lord of the Rings, but I'm going to go down more of the path of the Revenant, I think. <laughs> so, Fair yeah. enough. If you have any recommendations, let me know. But I think I found something. Good. The only, the last question that we're going to talk about is sort of on this topic as well. But how do you explain blogging and podcasting to non-readers? Like, how do we explain <laughs> what we actually do here right now? Oh. So, I have the perfect story for this. Yes, I want to hear this. When Michelle and I came up with the idea for this podcast, it was like June last year. We jumped in headfirst. May, I reckon. Whatever. We were planning in June. May and June. Um, I had only just started my blog, um, reviving my Instagram from the year before, um, but I had never told any of my family or friends about it except for Michelle and Indy because they were also like did their blog and their YouTube and everything. Um Funnily enough, some of my friends, oh no, not my friends, but um, one of, no, who was it? No, one of my friends, one of my friends had followed me and like liked a couple of photos and I was like, 
I remember do you messaged me and be like, like, oh my God, they followed me. I'm like, you probably do just they, came do they up know it's me. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I freaked out. But um Caitlin was very concerned when she was like, wait, are we gonna have to use our names for this podcast? I know. Yes. So we have to have photos. When we, up, yes. when we came up with the idea for the podcast, I was like, we're gonna have to use our names. We're gonna have to <laughs> have our faces on the podcast icon. And I was just I wasn't necessarily scared of telling everybody. No one cared. But um it was just like, hey, by the way, I haven't told you this. So like And now I'm gonna do a podcast. Yeah, so for my family, I think I just sort of said I had gotten home and mum was like, Oh, what's going on? And I was like, I just got back from Michelle's. We're gonna start a podcast. And I was like, Because I've started a blog this year and like just sort of explained it to her. And she was like, Oh, that's cool. That sounds like a great project for you too. <laughs> she thought it was such a nice idea. Um and like you know, my brother and sister were like, what's a podcast? Um, and then with some of my friends, I just sort of said, oh, hey, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but um, I have an Instagram and a blog and I'm starting a podcast with Michelle. And they were like, yeah, I think we found you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was quite nice. But, um, yeah, so then when we did announce the podcast officially, we both shared the photo, um, like our podcast icon, on our bookish Instagrams and I and also have my personal own, and, well yours yeah. is the same but I have my own personal Instagram that's not bookish um and I shared it on there as well because I was just like hey and our any, first and our if Facebooks. anyone's yeah and Facebook and stuff because I was like if anyone's interested I'm doing this <laughs> um but I don't know oddly enough I feel like most people don't most real people in my life don't care about this so I don't bring it up as like something I do even yeah. even when we're coming back from Townsville, I was flying back with a lady that I work with and I was reading Six Impossible Things by Fiona Wood on the plane and I didn't know what to say in case she asked me what I was reading and why I was reading it. Because it's a book and I like reading. I know. But I know, but I know like, what you mean, but like. It, it, yeah, it was odd. Anyway. I, yeah. Um, what about you? I think everyone at work knows. Um well, I weekend in the paper, so. Yeah, yeah. Not my doing, actually. Yeah, no. While I was overseas. Yes, well, the uni somehow knew and tracked me down and I, we shared the. I don't know how the uni knew. I have that no was idea. Cool. We shared the story online when it happened, but um, someone from the uni, because I'm like using my degree working at you. Um, yeah, so they did like an alumni sort of story with me and then. They did tell me that they were going to send it to the paper, but no one at the paper told either of us that they were doing it, probably because they just wanted to surprise us because you work there and yeah. I know lots of people that work there as well. So yeah. It I was, just got to work one day and everyone lovely. was like, Caitlin, you're in the paper. And I was like, what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like people at work know because I talk about it and like one of the photographers is always like, you famous yet? Are you famous yet? And I'm like, no. I know. Just- and he helped us like pick a microphone. Yeah, he told us which microphone to get and helps with our recording and oh, stuff. Oh, and we've actually recorded at the morning. We've Bulletin recorded at the bullies. So, yeah, my boss, like I had to be like, hey, so was it cool if we like bring someone in to record here? Yeah. Um, because that's when we we're recording in my old house, which just like my desk was in my bedroom. Now yeah. we could have people in this study. Theoretically. Yeah. I mean, so we interviewed yeah. Anna Daniels at the morning Bulletin <laughs> office. which is pretty cool um but yeah I think I'm pretty open with it but I do like some people are like oh what's a podcast or it's surprising how many people don't know or don't know I don't think any of my friends like 
apart from like our mutual friends, like I don't think anyone really listens to it. Um, we have a couple of mutual friends who listen to it and I love it when they like text us and like, mm. oh my God, you said this. I, know. Um, I think that's really cute. But I don't have, who was, t- someone was telling me the I other day. I think my mum and my sister listened to like the first episode. and My mum listens, but she's very behind. But like she messaged me, she's like, how do you know all that stuff about Christmas movies? Like, how do you remember? I'm like, I don't know, mum. I don't know. <laughs> so like my mum catches up and listens and, um, I was having lunch, uh, not lunch, sorry, breakfast, different thing. I had a breakfast event to go to with one of the ladies who works in the advertising department and we were talking about it. And then she like messaged our page after and was like, where can I find the podcast and stuff? And um, he's, I think, going to listen to it as well. Oh, like I was showing nice. her how to download it and what, what a podcast is and everything. Because I think a lot of people just, I mean, if you've got an Apple, you've got the app, but a lot of people don't know. Podcasting is so huge at the moment and lots of people still, it's still quite an isolated thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a thing if you're Which like. Which is an odd thing to tell our podcast audience. <laughs> but, hey. you know, we're all like very much on social media. We're social media savvy. I think a lot of the people who listen to this are probably millennials mm. and we're like with it um but yeah I think podcasting is becoming bigger and bigger so people do kind of get it but I'll just be like I have a podcast we talk about books we interview authors and creative people and they're like okay cool cool yeah I don't really talk about my blog much anymore um but I do remember when I was dating like started dating Jack and oh that was I must right have when told we started him. the podcast because he wanted to listen to us record and we've never let him no Bless him. Uh, We have to have him on. (laughs) How about we have him on to give us a review of whatever book I give him for for their anniversary? Yeah. Oh, actually, no. He has made, um, you know, little guest appearances, like telling us he's going to the gym last week. He will. He will want to do a wrap up of Ireland. Oh yeah. He will be so excited. He's he's getting really into planning. He's so excited for this trip. So we I think it should be you and like I should just get out of there because he will be so excited. I'll just talk to Jack about <laughs> Ireland. Um but yeah I don't really talk about my blog but I remember when I must have been like, oh he's alright, I do quite like him. And I must have said something about my blog and then he wanted to see it and I think I showed him and like then I was like I realized the first post that the post that he would see first was one about my body image and confidence remember when I oh, wrote yeah, that yeah. and I was like oh I didn't think about it but then it was really sweet he was like oh yeah like I like I've had body images it was really it was really it, it provoked like I was like oh you're you're a keeper you're wonderful but <laughs> I do remember I just had this flash of like oh my goodness I talk about so many personal things on there even though it's on the internet like I don't necessarily intend for my I know friends to read you it don't, you don't realize but I think okay. it's stranger when people we know listen to the podcast yeah. and are like, hey, you said this. I'm like, this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> Although for that one friend who keeps messaging us and talking about like, keep doing that. We love that. Uh, but like, it still feels, it feels stranger than having people you don't know listen. I agree. For some reason, um, it just feels odd. And I don't know, even though we are saying this right now and I know people will listen to this because people tell us things about actually listening. <laughs> I know. I still feel, and like, you know, we see all the stats, downloads, things like that. I still feel like no one's listening. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm still amazed that anyone does yeah. and that anyone looks forward to it the same way I look forward to, like, a new episode of My Favourite Murder. Yeah, exactly. You know, but so, we love you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to us, everybody. <laughs> um, I hope you have enjoyed this discussion. Tell it us about a, your reading habits. It was a bit random, but, yes, tell us about your reading habits. Like, I Are genuinely you, I want to know everyone. I know. I'm, I'm so, so I'm curious. so interested. I want to know if everyone dog ears their library books like Michelle does. <laughs> I'm probably going to be outcast now. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, no, anyway. you're not allowed to be a book blogger anymore. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Please tweet us, find us on Instagram at betterwordspod. Um, sign up for our newsletter at betterwordspodcast.com. Um, it's pretty cool. We like it. Um, please subscribe, leave us ratings, reviews, and tell us if you're listening so that we can try and get used to people actually listening to us. <laughs> also, try and find a copy of White Knight and start reading. Keep an eye on our Instagram, um, our Twitter, and our Instagram stories for the official date announcement, but it will be in the last week of March that we have our special chat with our VIP guest, Ellie Marnie. Bye. Bye.